Welcome to the Mark Cameron Show. We have conversations with people making their mark, we find out how they do it, and what the future of their work is. My guest this week is Sundeep Salers. Sundeep is an architect, and he's one of the directors of Lent Coffee. They operate an amazing project out of Dundee, Perth, and now Paisley. We really enjoyed having him on. He's a wise soul. So please have a listen, share the episode, drop us a review. Thanks for coming down. It is a little windy outside. I think there's another storm brewing in Scotland, but we are here. It's cosy. Thanks for coming on, man. How's it going? Uh, it's good. It's good. It was a windy drive down, um, so I'm glad I'm here. And yeah. uh, come to expect this of Scotland, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like 20 minutes for better weather. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sandeep, who are you? Oh, gosh, who am I? Um, Different people do it. Well, if you ask, look for my Interpol profile. Um, it'll probably be different from what I'm presenting you. No, I'm I'm, I'm a, a 45 year old overweight Indian man um, who came across to Scotland uh, 27 odd years ago. Um, born in India, grew up in India. Um, I, uh, then I came across to study architecture at Dundee and. Um, and I've lived in Scotland since. My uh, married to Scots, well, Irish Scots woman. Right. Um, got five kids. Um, we're all around in Scotland. And but my family, uh, my parents ran a medical charity in India, working with leprosy and eye work. So I grew up in sort of a charity oh. background. Um, but now um, I work as an architect, but also have some coffee businesses that yeah. we set up seven years ago now. So there's three of them. And hopefully more to come. So, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is cool. Yeah. Um, you were saying one of the things that's fun about podcasts is there's this voice of trust ah, idea yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that goes about that. Um, it, it, it's a big one. So here, let me, I mean, let me share something with you that hopefully you'll remember. Um, this this is your, my takeaway, my gift to you guys, um, even if you don't listen to the rest of this. And, and, and I heard it the other day that um, if you're unable to dance and you struggle to dance, and you don't think you have the dance moves. Uh, read recently that um, if you try to write your name with your bum, <laughs> boom. <laughs> that's, that's my gift to you guys. Wow. You know? <laughs> so that's, that's the, you know, that'll resolve most of your dancing woes. Um, write your name with your bum. Um, but I share that joke because essentially... Um, we're trying to soften the ground. The voice of trust principle is simply that we live in a world of noise. Hmm. And there's a thousand, I mean, I mean, if you think about how many podcasts there are, how many people we're yeah. listening to, how many Google searches, Facebook, all that stuff that's coming at us. Yeah. We've, we've created uh, filters, you know, we've created sort of uh, resistance. Yeah. Um, and we have a certain level of cynicism that we have to work out whether we want to listen to people. And, and then every now and again, we let certain people through. Mm. And there, there, there will always be reason for that. You know, it's interesting that we may listen to, I don't know, a celebrity who have never met. And yeah. we'll, we'll look, look, listen to their podcasts and go, oh, wow, they've got a lot of wisdom. And yet there may be a grandparent that's been saying exactly the same thing <laughs> for years. And we just don't hold on to that. Yeah. You know, so um, I think, you know, if you're... As a listener, for example, right now, um, we'll be still trying to work out who who is this guy. Yeah, you know, and a good, a good joke's a good joke. You know, it softens <laughs> the ground, and hopefully you, you'll carry on listening to this. And a good dance moves. Yeah, dance. <laughs> you can practice it. Next team meeting, do this. You know, write your name. Um, but so already, I think you know, you you start softening. You start saying, okay, I, I want to listen to this guy. You know, there are some interesting things that may come from this. Yeah, and, and I think. Yeah. It's, it's a good habit to understand yourself, like, who are your voice of trust? You know, who are those voices that you you can, that the minute they speak, you're listening. Yeah. Um, Why and that's is that, it. do you think? It, it is this noise. We're, we're, we're in data overload now. Yeah. You know, before we had a community, we had a village, we had family, we had uncles and grandparents and people who, who were those voices that had made up our lives. Yeah. Um, and now we're not. We're nomads. We're detached. We're we're in foreign lands and foreign languages and and, and um, 
and words and information and, and we're trying to discern somewhere in there like okay what's this all about who am I going to listen to and some of the clever guys like Facebook and social media etc <laughs> have have worked into our psyche and we don't realize that we trust them far more than maybe we should right you know and and that we're being conned into people that that maybe we shouldn't be listening and and listening to and we've also be we've shut ourselves away from people we should be listening to mm. um so it's just an exercise i mean i look at it and and uh, i have in my my journal book I'll, there are people i note are my are my sort of pillars you know yeah. and and people i listen to and i think that's just a healthy thing for us yeah. to understand about yeah. ourselves you know? right because there's yeah. no there's an idea of that um in order to check yourself you can't check yourself off of global no. uh, measures yeah. you can't check yourself off of everyone else in the world yeah. that's where overwhelming yeah. FOMO kicks FOMO, in yeah. <laughs> and overwhelming need to retreat kicks exactly. in hey, exactly. so really you're yeah. maybe checking yourself off of 12 yeah. to 16 people yeah. who actually count in in your life and, and who have influenced you and if you look back at yourself I think they you'll realize that those are the people you cling to yeah and actually you know some previous um, people have talked about trauma and loss, etc. Yeah. So when you realize some people have say passed on or moved on or not in in there in your life anymore, you realize that that's the gap you're trying to seek. Yeah, you know that's that's the space that you realize I'm missing that voice. Yeah, I'm missing that person. And actually, so some of our anxieties and some of our our, our disconnects come because we're sublimely trying to find those people again. Yeah, and yeah, and, and they are there. They're just. They won't be in that voice. Yeah, you know, we yeah. won't hear them the same way. Yeah, and the podcast <laughs> thing has been interesting for that because I feel like it's given so many options for fairly in-depth conversations. It's not just a tweet or a, a blog that the person's doing. It's you know, it's a dialogue, it's a conversation Absolutely. that Absolutely. you get to opt into. So I notice uh, I'll get drawn to people that maybe are more confident about areas that I'd yeah. quite like to be confident in, or they're just curious about weird stuff and, yeah. and they go after it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I realise, like, we... Just on my way here this morning, a very good friend of mine from Dubai gave, called, gave me a call and we've not spoken for a year or so, you know? And, right. But we grew up together in India. And it's interesting that, you know, like, 40 years on, we're still good friends. Yeah. Uh, the world is still um, allowing us to live in this... this this world that allows us to communicate, you know, yeah. long after we're, we're not physically meeting anymore. Yeah. But we also realize we just, we, we, we're immediately two kids talking to each other. Yeah. You know, we're, 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 we're a trust space and a, and a, we're, we're a brotherhood that yeah. continues. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. That, that a lot of people, um, we, we need to, yeah, enjoy that, thrive that. And I think podcasts are great for that because it, there's, there's a balance because on one hand we consume <laughs> so we only listen to podcasts that are going to sort of fill a gap yeah you know? but actually sometimes we should commit to a podcast you know oh, that's because nice. that that that'll take us into spaces where um that we're not necessarily uh, we forget how much of a consumer we are you know mm. we bec- or we become as people so we tend to only select what we think we need yes Whereas if we commit to something that that takes us beyond that, yeah, then someday suddenly that 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 voice of trust will come from a place you don't expect it to, yeah, yeah, and and actually then you realize actually that's what I needed, yeah, not the thing I thought I needed, yeah, you know, it's it's um, it, and that's a healthy thing I think in life. It, yeah. It's like where people always say like it's like gardening rather than buying shampoo, yeah, you know, the, <laughs> the, the shampoo experience is you know what you want and. Uh, something's attracting you to something and you take it on whereas gardening is you just invest in it yeah and and it grows and then fruit comes and flowers come and sometimes they don't yeah <laughs> but but you've already learned something in the process of of gardening and and putting something that is just investment yeah without a guarantee yeah. return. and i think that's that's a healthy thing as part of our lives mm-hmm. we tend to want exactly what we need yeah yeah, maybe that's not the healthiest thing for us. Ah, no. That's lovely, because yeah, I get that over time listening to certain people or just being in friendship or relationship yeah, with certain yeah. people, you're going to dive into something. Yeah. You know, there's a new interest in in physics that's come up for me. <laughs> Wasn't there before? Podcast introduced some of that, or yeah, yeah. Um, artistry and, um, and sports in a way that it just wouldn't have been there before. I think one one of the things we we realised. 
Um, I was listening to, I think, one of your speakers last week, um, um, just or a couple of weeks ago, just talking about, you know, how we, we, we like, who, who, how do, we, how do, how do our careers sort of grow or mm-hmm. expand, or where are we going to be? And essentially, when I think about it, my my parents couldn't have imagined the world I live in now. Yes. When I grew up in central India um, in, in the 70s, you know, you couldn't have, you know, Facebook's only 15 years old. You know, yeah. it's, you forget these things that that we live in an ecosystem that doesn't. So as, as parents, as, as careers, uh, um, there's literally nothing that can prepare us to what's come. You know, um, as in, sorry, not, right. nothing that can prepare us, but we don't know what's, to, what's about to come. Yeah. But um, I love the idea that you, you pack your bag well. You know, so I talk about my parents talking. They they may not have known where I was going to go, mm-hmm. but they packed things in my back. So, right. so I've been carrying an ice pick, and I mean, being in the desert, I'm going. Why am I carrying this ice pick? You know, <laughs> like why do my parents make me do this thing? Or, um, and yet, it's because they know there are mountains ahead. Yes, they know there's there's rivers to cross. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we just pack what we think we need, you know, and and if if we think it's just knowledge that's going to get us somewhere. We miss that that actually it's it's skills and skill sets that'll get us mm. because actually some of the careers that we're that that we're going to do don't exist yet, you know. And what you're doing right now, I mean, they think an average person now could be up to twenty new careers. Yes, and we don't want to be working for corporations. We want to be working for ourselves. But the the ecosystem's changing so quickly. We need to be um, adaptable to it. You know, we, yeah. used to be, we used to talk about uh, you know. IQ before, then we started talking about EQ and emotional um, uh, intelligence, but now they talk about AQ, which is an adaptability portion. So you what's know? that? Because that's so what they're new saying to me. Is, I like that is, is is saying you know it's 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 all well having intelligent, yeah, and then always also being emotionally healthy, but then what happens when the thing changes? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a new like, game to play. That's another game to play, and you've got to uh, you got to re. Um, rethink and, and realize you can yeah it's, it's so so for example i i studied to be an architect and i worked to be an architect and i i practiced as an architect and then through discussions with friends and, and things we were doing i realized i wanted to open a coffee shop <laughs> and i thought i had to give up architecture and and i sort of did put on hold took a career break opened this coffee shop and i realized that everything i did in this coffee shop was a piece of architecture so although I define myself as an architect, I'm actually a collection of skills, mm. you know, of, of design, of project management, of time, of people, of, mm. of, of visual issues and, and, and learning things I knew nothing about, yeah. you know, like coffee, you know. So, <laughs> um, so that suddenly I realized that we need to stop. There's very, very few things, uh, professions, particularly, say, medical or legal that needs, that needs skill you know yeah. so yeah. everything uh, needs knowledge sorry the rest just needs skills and and actually if we start defining ourselves through skill sets rather than professions mm-hmm. you know and start saying actually i i am i am emotionally stable or i'm physically active or i'm stimulated by certain things and i actually have achieved these things and 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 all those come into play yeah, you know all those. They're not wasted because they're 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 part of who you are. Yeah, and actually, so, yeah. Well, how how do um how do you think people get that? Because that adaptability piece is phenomenal, and I've heard um, John Grinder, Richard Bandler put forward that uh, the person who displays the most flexibility probably has the most influence in absolutely, a situation. And so often it does seem that if people could switch on that they have a skill set rather than a singular profession that their uh, their study has led them to, yeah. it could offer them like huge potential, yeah. mu- much more you know business that they start or passion that they lead. Um, how how do you think people get into that yeah. mindset? Well, I, I, if I if I was to try to talk about my own uh, philosophy of life. <laughs> I think there are three questions you spend your life answering. And one is, who am I? Yeah. Where do I belong? And what's my purpose? And some people add two more, which is, who do I love and who loves me? You know, yeah. and that can be added yeah. into that. But these three fundamental questions you tend to answer in completely... The other, we find different times of our lives will answer it differently. You know, 
It could be anything right. from sex, right. drugs, alcohol, money, um, achievements, ambition, college, yeah. degrees. You know, so who am I? What, am, what is my purpose? Where do I belong? So actually, that that is the adaptable equation because what happens is nice. at different stages in your life, those the answer to those three questions may be slightly different. Yes, you know, but you're you're still trying to answer them. So I think some people who find themselves in a in a difficult job, they're unhappy with it, right? And they want and and if you live in an image that you've got to get to this climb this other mountain, that this mountain suddenly doesn't have value. Right. You live in anxiety. You live yes. in a place of discontent and etc. Now, some, sometimes that can be healthy and that's good. But actually, if you say, this is where I learn different elements of who I am, that any job, whether you're a bus driver or a space you know, astronaut, yeah. that environment is teaching you things continuously. And, and those are the things that you collect in your backpack. Yeah. You know, those are the things, that, and, and, and that could be trauma. You know, I was robbed in my own house three years ago with my family. Right. And we held a knife point and mask on, you know, mask men, and my children were, oh, um, were robbed. Yeah. And that's in a deep, deep space of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that incident, and we went through counselling through that, and it's been such a healthy journey. That incident has opened so many doors with so many people that I can talk to trauma about. Yeah. So as much as I may not have yeah. wanted it, it's actually, for my wife and I, uh, such a healthy space of how we've been able to interact with new people wow. and talk about the things they're dealing with. Yeah. Because we're not, we're not talking from some abstract point. You know? You're talking from experience. We're talking from experience. You're talking from something that you take and it, it's bad, but it's a wound that then becomes a gift to others. Yeah. You know? so, so when we just think, but whereas if you're we looking for shampoos again, you know, you're only looking for nice, tidy things that are going to resolve your life. Yeah. Whereas if the attitude is like, I'm, I am in a dead-end job, I hate this thing, I hate my boss, I hate my whatever, but what can I learn here? Yeah. What are the skill sets? What are the, what are the actual, how do I even, if I manage them to convince them to change how they recycle in this horrible building, Yes. that's something you've added to that place. Yeah. So that when you go to the next place, then that's a little skill set you have in you to go to the next. Right. Because and and I, so we talk about three questions. You know, those three questions you answer. I think there are five habits you need to culture. Okay. <laughs> in around those three questions, and I think that there, there are just five areas of your life that can apply at any point in your life. Right? Yeah. And, and the, essentially, they're like five strengths I talk about that that you need to you need to work on and. There are basically your, your, your emotional strength, which we know, you know mm-hmm. the ability to cry and say thank you and, <laughs> and talk, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, just feel and be honest with these things. And, not, you know, and, and also be, you know, talk about your ambition and ego and all that. Yeah. Kind of, you know? So yeah. that's a, your, your, your spiritual strength. And spiritual is not just necessarily, a, we tend to immediately think it as a religious experience. Yeah, it isn't. It's, it's deeper than that. It's about meaning. Like what? What is the point of my life? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's this purpose for you. and I think that should be a healthy question daily. Yeah, or, right. Saying like, what is it? Why do yeah. I do this thing? You know, if even if I became the richest person in the world, or whatever these things, my ambitions, my, are try to drive me to, what inherent value do they have? Yeah, what you know? matters? You know, so 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 you got your emotional strength, your spiritual strength, your social strength, and your social strength is like, how do you interact with people? Like we're not we're social beings. And it doesn't mean you have to be an extrovert, you know. Um, I, you can be the quietest person, but you're in a room, you're in a spaces, mm-hmm. you, you engage, you see people. You know, and I think, I think that's a good, good sort of strength to just practice. And and I ask when I when I talk to my my staff and spend time with them, I ask them to to just like each page will have your your physical, your emotional, your social, and the next one your physical. You know, yeah. physical is an easy one. Look at your body. What is? What are you eating? How are you looking after yeah. this? this vehicle you carry yeah you know um and then your final one is is mental and mental i actually mean is more is intellectual it's your knowledge base how do you become this lifelong learner how do you how do you carry on being curious about anything yeah i when i was 12 years old i suffered from insomnia this one weird year they didn't understand why i couldn't sleep and eventually they said oh just we'll create a room for you and just read a book and fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) um in that space, I developed just a love of reading. Mm. So I would read a, I'll, I'll read a postage stamp now if I can. <laughs> it's just, but so it's, 
it the emotional the the mental strength is just that ability to to seek knowledge and information in all things yeah not just reading things it's sort of saying so yeah. so when you put these five together your 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 emotional your social your spiritual your physical and your mental to me those are the things you're exercising regularly mm. mm-hmm. regardless of your situation mm-hmm it's not sort of saying I get to the mountain and that's when I start practicing these right, things. Right. You know, there are actually things you can control now. Yeah. You know, and I think I think when you talk about mental health and 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 the things, the anxiety, the disconnect we have, um, these are, are in my view some of these these healthier spaces that yeah. we can control. Yeah. That we can can look into. Yeah. Um, because because in there will come the the, the, the sort of skill sets. Yeah. That make up our lives. You know, that's that, interesting when. Um, People start to make the focus not so much about the the goal or the destination yeah. thing, and I guess there's been a lot of thing on goal setting, and some of that's grand, but the more powerful thing that seems to occur is when people focus on those five things or the system that they create yeah. to host those five things yeah. to do well. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you two examples. Yeah. Again, I use in my talk when I start, right? And one is that that. You know, if we if we think life is is I used to talk about climbing mountains, you know, as an analogy that yeah. you, you go to the Himalayas and you pick a mountain and you climb that mountain and you change the mountain and all that. It's yeah. great. We use that in leadership. Um, but then in that uh, and then so now I've started talking about saying no, it's 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 a river that you don't know where it's going. Okay. But you keep the boat dry. You know, and those are those five oh, areas nice. of life. So yeah. you're just you're literally saying, I'm ready for whatever this unknown is, yeah. but I'm keeping, I'm, I'm preparing myself for those unknowns. You yeah. know? And and the reason I then go out and say, you know, think about a company like Kodak, you know, or yeah. Minolta or, um, or Blockbuster. Yeah. They were made up of gold-driven planners, yeah. vision, five-year plans. Some of the best All of them as well. They the were biggest minds were putting their, uh-huh. their resource into taking a company somewhere. Yeah. And yet, they were still unre- unprepared. Mm-hmm. They made bad mistakes. They took the wrong agenda. They took. They, they were unwilling to change, etc. So, whereas you look like a, a company like Siemens, for example, which was a heavy industry manufacturer. Okay. They made yeah. flipping ships and yeah. they still do. I mean, I think they made the bridge here. I think they were one of huh. the, the bridge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yet, they, yeah, when they transferred into making phones, <laughs> you know, it, it was completely out, yeah. out with their original remit. Yeah. But there's somewhere in there was someone who was able to say, where, how do we create an adaptability to this nice. business? That what we're not saying is here we're only focused on getting to this one single place we're actually creating a lean company ready to go anywhere yeah you know and and that that skill set whether we're, we're building and and in there i also put another analogy that nasa still packs duct tape on its spaceship <laughs> no way. it's still part of its little uh, inventory because they still know that the biggest brains will get something wrong yeah and you'll need duct tape for it <laughs> Okay, so if we push ourselves into somebody right. get to some sort of perfect place, it's an impossibility. Yeah. It's 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 actually an illusion. Yeah. Um, whereas I think mm. if 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 you create in you that's this packed bag of of tools in yeah. a sense, emotional, physical, social tools, then then you're then the world can change, and you're yeah. not threatened by it. Yeah. You're not you're not sort of um, intimidated by it. Yeah. And, and also, you're not comparing it to anyone else then. So, yeah. like, oh, they're up here and I'm here sort of thing. You're saying, no, this is my journey. Right. You know, so. I was reading, um, you know, there's uh, a Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for mm-hmm. Life. Mm-hmm. Really interesting yeah. guy. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. currently Great. Uh, applying half of his rules to, to kind of recover himself from from yeah. some, some trauma and struggle. I love the fact that he's emotionally vulnerable yeah you know yeah. that he's not just an abstract idea that he's trying to convey yeah that he's allowing you to share in those spaces yeah Sorry, to yeah. get yeah. you know, well, yeah you know it's how do you find um meaning like how do you find something worthwhile yeah. that you want to push up a hill yeah. you know that's like there's your meaning for life <laughs> there's your meaning for find life. something hard that's yeah. worthwhile yeah. push it up the hill I love uh, you know one of the things again I share with my team when I'm building them is like you know we are you know we are part of the 30% of the wealthiest people right. on planet Earth both in resource and time and mm. we're the most educated we're the most connected we're the most wealthy we're the most fed we're the most, you know we are literally what 
the world is trying to be. Hmm. And yet we're crippled. We're crippled by so much anxiety and mental mm. issues, health issues and, and life and what, what's it about and all that stuff. Yeah. Yet some farmer in, in a Maasai village somewhere who has his cows and his children and his hut and his water well finds deeper content, contentment than yes. he has. You know? yeah. So there's something that we've, we've missed along the way. Yeah. That we think that, that the washing machine resolved the issue. But actually, sometimes it's the endurance that is part of the part yeah. of the journey. You know, yeah. That that we if 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 we just simply think that that if I make it, you know, <laughs> most of us seem to want a life that our pets have. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we want to be simple. Interesting. We want to lick someone's face and then someone feed us, wow. take us for walks, and maybe this and is why it. I despise <laughs> cats and dogs. <laughs> maybe I yeah. resent their easy but, life. But we live in that space that we think that will get us our mm-hmm. happiness. Way I win the lottery, I get, I, get, I become the CEO, I, I have a book, I leave a legacy, my, mm. you know, whatever. And and actually, maybe some of the stuff is to say no. There's there's something that's 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 gentler and and not necessarily better but um may reach a better level of contentment if it's simply that that this is the life this is the place i'm at and this is this is the flavor i give to my thing and and it comes actually i think the next thing which i think is probably the you know i talk about whatever three questions the five yeah five habits but but i think one of our biggest issues that we we are struggling with, and this is, and I come from a faith background, and that's important to me, and a huge part of who I am. Um, but whether you're a theist or an atheist, I think I think this is the issue that you deal with most, and it is that we struggle to admit that we are not the center of the universe. Right. <laughs> okay. And actually, the more we examine ourselves, we realize that we make it about me. Mm. You know, we, I hear it in the songs we sing, I, hear, I see it in the business plans, I see it in the, you know, the, the skill sets, the university, all that sort of stuff, that we've, we've, we've become the individual where nothing <laughs> in reality indicates that we're just individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we are social beings. Yeah. We are, we are, we are connected. And actually, if we examine what we put at the center of our universe... And realize that we've become the idol we feed and worship. Yeah. Therein lies, I think, so much of our discontent. Because we're we're a we're a unquenchable beast to feed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it just it it just doesn't happen. You know, um, and actually, I think we need to examine further. But I mean, I love love the whole idea of altruism. The idea that you're there for the benefit of another. Right. You know, that, that somehow that actually you're not even a cog in the wheel. You're part of the, the ecology of, you know, it's like the forest has a hundred trees or a thousand different trees and they all create space for each other. Yes. You know, they, they talk about leaves not even touching each other. There's, there's a five mil gap between trees, apparently. Oh, yeah. Really? They, they all fit into gaps that no one, hmm. no one else fits in, you know. Yeah, true. <laughs> and in forests, yeah. Uh, yeah, forests, yeah. the trees don't, the tree don't, don't wind around each other and get stuck. Yeah, yeah. they don't actually physically touch, but they all interact with each other and they move. You know, it's a, there's, something, there's some beautiful Instagram stuff about showing them how they move and what they, the wow. lines you, you can see between them. You know? How do they know how to I know, it's do a, that? It's a, you know, but again, some Scandinavian probably was bored one winter and looked up at trees, you know. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> It's, it's the thing is it's it's the altruism I think the idea that you can make your life not about yourself mm-hmm. I think will be is one of our healthiest spaces you know when yeah. Jesus talks about uh, you know love thy neighbor you know or, or you know love God love thy neighbor and I think yeah. I think it's 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 that's the relatable because what it does is it takes it out of just this personal space of do I look after myself? Oh, wow, I got out of this. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's like, it's, imagine if only one person survived from Titanic. You know, just one guy turned up in a boat after. He said, oh, I made it. I'm great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, and you went, you know, what about the other thousand that uh-huh. you left behind? You know, they, they would be a, they'd be a prick. Excuse the language. Um, it's true. Well, I know. always thought there was room for two yeah. on the door for Jack, you know? Exactly. Jack you know, didn't need to stay Jack in the water. Did, Jack didn't need to, you know, be left <laughs> out in the water. She was, Shout but, out to Jack. It's that space, you know? If, if we think that essentially if I get it right for myself, Aye. everything's okay, 
That's 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 the most ridiculous, inane thing, whether you're a theist or not. You know, it's so. It's I, I think there's a there's a the the richness of of saying we are we are connected. We are, there's an altruism. We are that actually when the more I make it less about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, there is mental health. You have got to give yourself that time and all that. But if that's not the starting point, yeah. <laughs> the starting yeah. point is that that there is there is a you know we're, we're all here, you know we're all mm. we're all on planet Earth. It's not about some of us getting out alive yeah. or not alive, you know, or or that some of us have decent lives and oh, I'm really sorry about the rest of you. You yeah. you pulled a bad hand, you know. Um, I think in that space lies far greater health in who we are. Yeah. You know, what, like, what is the point of, of me getting my life sorted if a hundred people around me didn't along the way? You know, if, 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 and, and I think, I think like when I, when I think about my children, you know, even, even the fact that mm-hmm. we have now become the wealthiest people and then, you know, in many wealth in many different ways. And yet we're, we're so poor in others, you know, so we know that that journey hasn't resolved half right, the problems. Right. You know, we we, we we want you know some guy in India to come everything if we house him and give him medicine and clothes etc. Everything will be sorted. But we are those people. Right. You know. Right. And we're 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 not as healthy as we thought we would be. Yeah. You know? And so ultras, I, I just think it's I think that's an exercise that we can practice. Like when we start looking at the world every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even listen to this podcast because we come to this wanting to gain information. Yeah. Like, you know, what can I know next? Yeah. You know, <laughs> What's the silver bullet from Sunday? And, and I'm just saying, go turn around and smile at the guy next to you. Mm. You know, just, just look at look at something around you. And and when we did the coffee shops, I realized that the coffee shops came from probably my deepest place of loneliness. You know, when I came huh. to this country, I was an 18-year-old alien in this land. And uh, what, what year did you? I was come up? 92. Okay, when I came here, and I came to Dundee, which was a culture shock in itself. Yeah, you know? I'm, <laughs> I'm from Glasgow, so um, <laughs> you know, and, Dundee's and, the end of the earth for us. And yeah. you know, and there was this, and and to me, one of the most important things in Dundee was this church that I got involved at okay. there, who were who were the most humane, loving people that I'd come across and mm. they, they took me in and there's families there that essentially nourished me through my, <laughs> you know, I was probably, you know, I, I kept, I probably was, was, um, kept above a nourishment level of, of a West African country, you know, by, by these people who loved me, took me to home, took, you know, I thought how important that was to who I, who I became. Wow. It was, was this generosity of spirit that these people, um, shared with me. And so, you know, years later when I'm starting a coffee shop, and again, I'm talking about, you know, all these little skills where you think I worked in a laundry, you know, um, one of the worst jobs I've ever done. <laughs> but but in through that space, I met my wife, you know, oh, cool. because her, okay. dad, her dad owned the laundry. And, right. and, you know, you just think, so now these are wasted spaces. Right. You know, the thing that you think is this, oh, I'm in a bad place, I need to get out of here. You can always, always take something from yes. that place, you know. Yes. And so... When we started the coffee shop, I realized we just wanted a space that was, I mean, when I look now, it's, it's that safe space in a community. You know, as, as pubs are being stripped out of our communities, that warmest room in the village, you yes. know, that, that mm. the, the old pine pint has become sort of coffee and cake. We're saying, well, huh. how, do we, how do we create this campfire space yeah. that allows the traveler to come and find safety? You know, in the prairies, essentially, yes. And, yes. and share a journey, share a story, um, understand that they can belong. You know, and it isn't oh. just an, because we tend to think as loneliness of just as maybe an elderly thing. You know, uh, but actually, you know, if you're in a, you're 26 and a first job in a new town, yeah, where's the connect now? Yeah. You know, um, and where is that space you can go back into, uh, find a home, or find safe, or find relationships, yeah. or interaction that you know and find your tribe yeah. basically you know and yeah. and and i think i think when we become individuals and celebrate the individual and we've seen the issues with social media and the sort of loneliness all that comes out yeah. of it, we've, we've we've missed out on this tribe the space of belonging you know and, yeah. and the differences will allow us to be different but all interact yeah together you know um, well, um, what does um belonging 
look like for you? How do you identify that you've got that going within a space, within a tribe? I think I think one of the key things is being missed. <laughs> nice. You know, yeah. it's it's when you when you when people say where have you been, you know, yeah. and and actually with mm. coffee, what I love about what we have now is is this idea that that essentially you say I see you, you know. That and we, I think we probably have our favorite coffee shops. We go uh-huh. to those places and they know your drink. Yeah. They say hi. Yeah. They and and I think coffee is important because it's an inner space. You know, coffee, tea, all yeah. these things are are, are literally a, a sort of a, a, a treat to ourselves. Yes. You know, so we yeah, come in. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I need a cup of tea. You know. Yeah. So actually, <laughs> the person who brings that into your room, into your inner space, is given value. Yeah. They they mm. become that person. So yeah. that's why when they when it's mocked up, we're really annoyed. You know, <laughs> yeah. someone gets our order wrong or they're indifferent. We're like, mm, you know. Yeah. Whereas, oh, whereas nice. when when we create the psychology of a place that you know, like they've they've done it right or they've they know what you want or how you want or they've said you know come in. So that was the place we cre- wanted to create, and and it's worked. We've, we've opened three of them at at Christmas, for example. We in Dundee, we did a uh, we we did a meal for the homeless, mm. and. Um, it was amazing watching it go viral in the community. Of people no just like someone came in like two hundred liters of turkey gravy, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, gifted to their shop, and it suddenly became this event, this communal event, because people I think were looking, are seeking to connect to something yeah, of meaning yeah, yeah. in their in their lives. And and what we also realized that we had to turn away so many volunteers, but actually we thought if all these people don't have anywhere to go on Christmas Day. You know what's that saying about our society? Yeah. You know yeah, what is yeah, this yeah. loneliness? So I think we'll probably do it, try to do it differently next year, as in not just homeless. Just make it a gathering yeah. table and say, yeah. "Come, come and 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 belong." You know, find that tribe, find mm. find that space that allows you to realize you are you and unique, just like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that you don't have to be better or worse. You're just you. you just know? come and, and be. And there's a place to, to 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 belong and and create your own space. And I think, as a culture, those will be some of our more important spaces as we as we go into um, new businesses and mm-hmm. new things. Because actually, the big corporation ideas, you know, we'll, we'll we'll probably come away from that because most of us actually don't want to be working for somebody else. Yeah. You know, that's just... <laughs> Do you think over the, you know, it seems over the next 10, 20 years, the possibilities of people working for themselves um, being a, you know, they can do their passion, yeah. but they can pay their bills and they can create multiple options for their careers. Do you think that's going to increase? What's what's ahead for well, that? I think... I think there's... <laughs> I think there's something dangerous happening in our society right okay. now. And the other day, I don't know if people saw this article, and it was saying that Greg's are now going to do home delivery. Hmm. Okay? So if, and because they trialed it in three cities over just before Christmas, highly successful. Okay. So essentially, if I can, essentially if I can get a sausage roll delivered to my house, <laughs> well, what is that saying about us as a society? I'm really conflicted about that. Because... <laughs> you know, exactly, I want that. But... but yeah, I think we've become. Uh, I was talking to someone in, in transport recently, and they were saying they're seeing numbers drop in, in public transport as well because uh-huh. we're becoming a society that wants the world to come to us. Yes. So we use Amazon, we use anything. Prime. So, no. so Prime now. Okay? Yeah. So I click. I I want it now. Costa are now doing a mobile app. Last week they started. Um. So, so we want a world that comes to us. We yes. want to be the the that center of the universe. You know, everything exists now. That will work for some people, and it's great, and we all love it. But actually. As a, as a society, that's going to be really dangerous because, again, it comes back to this issue of we, we become shampoo, you know? We, yeah. we decide the value of something and bring it in. We right. lose the curiosity. We lose the, the ability to go out and, and find forage, essentially. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah. Something that, that's, um, that's out there. And so I think if we want to become that passion pursuer, mm-hmm. And then pay the bills and do all that stuff. I think there has to be within our own ambition this idea of altruism and the idea yes. that it's not about us. Yeah. Because if it's just simply I pursue my passion and I, I'm an artist, a singer, whatever, whatever I am that yeah. I love doing, then then there's a 
there's another hundred million of us, yeah. <laughs> you know, all wanting to be individual little bubbles. Yeah. You know, we yeah. become we become a dangerous space and then we feed into that dangerous space and then yeah. we become compl- we complain about that dangerous space because then we say, oh, what, I can't find a partner or I can't, yeah, you know, yeah. and no one no one's buying stuff and everyone wants everything for free and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, we, we, we moan about that. Yeah. There's yeah. I'm watching uh, this guy, Ronnie Cheng. He's a, a stand up comedian. <laughs> Who he's just done his I first yeah. Netflix special. Okay, I think I'm And he opens that. the best very sorry. He slays it like he talks about how uh, he was from uh, Malaysia right. and um, he looked at America and they called it like the beautiful country. That's how they would translate it. And he's like, We have everything, we have it now. Um, you know, we have Amazon Prime, and then you know, that was a day delivery, and then we're like, No, no two-hour delivery and then he's like well what next now we want it like put it and put the before sausage roll in my hand before i want it before, i want you to know yeah. that i want yeah, it just and i want it. you to send it yeah. anyway yeah. i put the sausage roll in my hand now you know and he was he was going to that and then saying but still everything sucks so they're like oh yeah. you know yeah. transport sucks politics sucks everything except netflix, netflix yeah. sucks and netflix sucks so I think I think some of the way we can be revolutionary or countercultural yeah. or, or, or actually you know really change the universe you know is 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 looking at our own habits and our own self selfishness or self-centeredness yes. um, and start start creating some of those space be you know like pour into that tribe space you know like because there are we're all different but we're that we're connected there's things that, that yeah. put you know and and we don't have to be corralled into this is all I am, you know, because we're complex beings. Yeah, we're, you've got that, those three questions, questions flexibility, you know, and, adaptability. And we're, we're moving those three questions and moving us into different circles. Yes. You know, we things we wanted as 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 children may or may not be the people we still want to be. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah, and that allows us to come come into this wider space of what what our culture becomes, what our working environments become. Mm-hmm. Um, like mm. I, my. My role in the coffee business is really that I I sort of mentor and pour my life into my staff. Yes. You know, because they're dealing with a whole lot of stuff. Some of it is just generational curses, you know, things that have <laughs> happened, and they're, they're suffering from things that have happened in okay. the past, you know. Yeah. And, and and therefore, even if you look at our, I mean, so much of who we are, even are because of choices made by other people mm-hmm. before us, you know, parents, families. So actually, we, we're we now making choices for future generations, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who we are, our family, how we live, what 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 chains we break and what what we hold on to um, influences the pattern yeah. of what's to come. Yeah. And and so that in itself should give us meaning. Yeah. You yeah. know, that in itself should make us understand that, that we can make these choices, healthy yeah. choices, and not just for ourselves. But someone else um, can deal with that further downstream. Yeah, there is yeah. this power in, um, you know, making your parents okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they were uh, just dealing with their landscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess a lot of what you might be doing is, hey, okay, that happened to you, but what do you want now? And what, what yeah. meaning do you want to make of it? Yeah. What yeah. new identity would you like to to create in this place as, as you get to do all, that they're all opportunities and, 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 and that makes for a rich life you know like I, right. I I I live a life I haven't earned and don't deserve you know um, but actually in a sense it's, it's happened because you make choices at particular points yeah. you know and, and and it takes you into new horizon new yeah. new, new landscapes um, that you realise actually right. I can thrive in this you know? what, what were some of those choices for you and I'm curious about this because I was talking to my dad about this yeah. like what are those moments that you could look back and say hey, that was a moment where I pivoted or I just chose to engage differently well yeah I mean specifically like I remember the first week I arrived in Dundee and there was this fog you know, in sort of September you get this fog coming through and you don't see the heart the heart comes heart. in and you can't see anything you know my mom dropped me and as she was leaving she just said look Sonny you know just promise me you'll find a local church. She just said, "Okay,", okay. And because she said, "said find find a place to go and serve uh, people," and, and she left me with that. And I I wasn't in a great place <laughs> spiritually, but I, I I literally remember the first Sunday I said, "I'm going to do that for my mom," you know, because I promised mm. her that. 
I came out and I literally said, I'm going to turn. I had a choice of turning left or right <laughs> when I came out of like, the student accommodation. And I said, okay, I'm going to turn left and I'm going to walk into the first church I come into. Right? Which is what I did. <laughs> and when I look back and I, I share this with people I mentor, that that was such a big decision. Yeah. As much as I didn't realize it was. Yeah. The people I met and the, the chain of events that came about because of that, because they were the ones who then found me a job in the laundry. And then the laundry was where I found uh, met my wife. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and then through that journey, you know, met my, the, had the kids and then we had, yeah. and then, and then moved to Perth and then, and then we adopted a son recently as well. Wow. So then yeah. watching his journey, you know, and we're this big eclectic family that we've become. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I think, and, and then I think about the coffee shop, you know, this idea that you're letting go of everything you think is you. Right, you know, I'm an architect. I need to do architecture, and blah, blah, blah. and suddenly you you want to jack it in, and I'm like, is this just a midlife crisis? You know, <laughs> should I buy a Ferrari or a motorbike or something? You know, and <laughs> you just have this coffee shop. I think and you actually, should. That, that's it. Um, and then suddenly you're because because you make that jump because you you uh, I, and, and I'll tell you there was a, there was an epiphany moment for me. I, I I'd taken a bunch of kids to a, a, a camp in America, and um, and just we were having fun sort of and one day they, they had this zip line that was genuinely it was the line started 140 feet up of a cliff <laughs> and then it zipped across this beach and it ended in the water like you crashed into the wow. water and then you swam to this jetty and you came back right so it was like everything i don't like <laughs> water, water beaches, cliff america you know, the tower was on top of this cliff and and, <laughs> and yet there was this kid this wee kid called Jeremy, I mean, I'll never meet him again. Twelve-year-old kid, had no, just adrenaline junkie, um, and he, he said, "Sonny, I don't know." He clicked with me for some reason. He clicked yeah. with me, and and he said, "Sonny, you got to do this." And I was like, "No way, no chance." And and he's like, no, "Come on, come on." So I was like, "For this kid, I said, I'm going to do this, right?" So this twelve-year-old got me up this tower, and it was petrifying. It was absolutely <laughs> petrifying. You know, and it's like, I'll be that fat Indian who came here and died. They'll put a plaque on a wall just to remind us of that guy. You know, <laughs> this is going to go wrong. <laughs> you know, um, and abject fear, abject fear. And and I'm looking at it and, and it was it was in Delaware. There was this, you could see Annapolis on the bar and the storm was coming in across the beach. And I was literally, you could see this, this rain coming and there was trees between, and you're like six feet between ziplining through yeah. this thing. And I'm like, oh, this is everything. I'm, I'm dropping well, 200 odd feet because of, because of the cliff and the tower. And and I'm just living in this fear, you know, this fear bubble. And this wee kid sort of thumbs up going, go for it, go for it. And I'm like, <laughs> well, this is, this is just, and you're fighting this fear in there. And, and I jumped off, you know, I thought I'm going to do this, get a jump off. And... And that microsecond, and I jerked, and I realized actually the most important thing in that whole event was this little harness <laughs> that yeah. I had yeah. to the zipline, which <laughs> this other guy, which I hadn't even been concentrating on, um, because I'd been concentrating on my fears. Yeah, you know, and those fears were real. They were, they, they were, they're not not there. You know, they, they're everything yeah. that. So I don't it's think fear is a bad fear. thing. It's right. a fear. It's, it's. But I and that epiphany and for me it was like the, my connect with God. You know, is is that the bit that's right? Right. You know, because right. not the how far am I jumping? What am I doing? Whatever. It was just like, what am I connected to? That yeah. is my certainty, rather than the fear that that I'm concentrating on. And the epiphany was really that that we spend our lives making decisions based on our fears. That's literally our most informed. You know, that's our mm. greatest informer. The thing that speaks to us is actually the thing that. Though this may happen, you know, this yeah. may go wrong. This may, and realize that that then it's not that the fear is wrong. It's just that we we give it. It becomes a voice of trust. Mm. You know, it mm. becomes a thing that you're like, oh, I need to listen to that. You know, this may go wrong, and I, my financial worries or whatever. Uh -huh. She's going to say no, or you know, yeah. And and we let that then cripple us, you know, because yeah. what we don't find is a thing we should we should trust more in. And, and that's where the three questions come into. It's yeah. like, what do you eventually trust? Yeah. What is that little harness that keeps you huh. rooted to something of certainty in the uncertainty? Yeah. You know, because it is uncertain. Life is uncertain. 
you know, tomorrow, I haven't a clue what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and but what is the certainty in our lives that we root ourselves to that that says, okay, the fear is real, but this I trust more in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. I think I think that's a that's a healthier thing to to pursue is working out what this with what this trust point is. What is it that we uh-huh. this, not necessarily a voice, but a thing, person, a God that we trust to and and then then those fears are put in perspective. Yeah. They're still there. They're not taken away. You know, yeah. you start a business. Oh my goodness, that's scary <laughs> as heck. You yeah. know, you and it should be, shouldn't it? And it's it should like, be. That's that's, that's the people's lives. That's yeah. a thing you're yeah. gonna drive on, and and you 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 know. But but if there's if there's a value, like when we did when we did blend, we knew where we were trying to get to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it was so. It wasn't about did I know anything about coffee, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's it's so as an architect, I find that easy because someone says build me a house on this site. I've got to come up with all the things yeah. that make it happen. Yeah, you know, I'm not scared of it immediately. Yeah. You know, and there's tons of uncertainty, but I have a sense of where what my skill will allow me to get yes. to. And and that's I think those when people are wrestling, you know, we listen to podcasts because we're wanting knowledge. I think, I think these emotional spaces being resolved of what allows us to get to those places mm-hmm. um, not just a knowledge or a skill that sort of you know we can learn about so, yeah. yeah and um I'm interested like how you how you do some of that so um, you've got a certain a sense of appreciation of uh, you talk about nature of gratitude mm-hmm. of um, meditation or practices mm-hmm. that allow you to do that what what are some of those week to week or day to day for you that, that make your life work um, none of it's linear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think I think fundamentally life is has seasons, so it's not about doing the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. But there are some healthy practices. So, so one is I mean, time with my family. My wife, you know, it's I'm the worst for it because as a man, I'm, there's an ego drive mm. and there's a functional drive that mm-hmm. takes us away from things that are so important. Right. You know, and when I when when she quite correctly keeps reminding me to mm. spend time with my children or mm. to be there for dinner or to give her attention, mm. it's uncomfortable, but it's so vital. Wow. You know, and that's part yeah. of this altruism idea that you you sort of got to realize, oh, no, no, it's not just about me. Yeah. You know, I've got this yeah. the, this child. You know, everything I've moaned about my parents about. That kid, you know, it's gonna, he's got exactly, more than you. I'm going to not give them that chance at all. You know? um, so so that's, a, that's been a really healthy thing, you know. Um, I, last year, I did, um, we live in a beautiful part, like you, you know, we've got this water and river. Yeah. Um, I love every morning coming out of my drive and looking at nature. Yes. Because I think there's something deeply powerful about something that's been there long before you yes. and will be there long after you. To just enjoy the day, to yeah. see the moment, you know, to appreciate. And, and mm-hmm. um, you know, recently we were coming back from Glasgow and we got diverted because of, there was flooding on the river just this weekend when there was all the bad weather. And it was actually really nice to go through some of these villages. Yeah. As frustrating as it was, you know, you're driving through the bad, yeah. but we never see these things. Yes. We're just zooming yeah. past these places and actually these diversions, it's the adaptability. They take you into something else that goes, ah, you know, actually I'm seeing something that I keep missing all the time. So right. I think that's been healthy, the nature part of it. Um, one of the biggest things that allows us is this whole concept of Sabbath, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is a biblical concept, but but I just don't think we rest enough right. in the right way. Okay. So even our rest days tend to be we go up a hill or we do, we do stuff, Yeah. you know. But actually, biblically, you look at a place that Sabbath is a rest from, but it's also a rest for. Okay, so... If you look at it, it's most of us say, I get to the end of the week, I rest, I need, I'm knackered, mm-hmm. right? But actually, in a biblical point of view, the Sabbath starts at sundown. So you sleep the first part of it, yes. and you get ready for it, yep. kick in. And actually, it's the rest for. So you 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 let the last day or week go by, yep. but you, you recharge for the thing to come. And that's nice. been, like, so last year, my, my youngest son had some major surgery. Hmm. And it meant that I just took time out from everything because we needed to be there for him. And it was so hard to learn to say no to things. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a functional guy. I want things to happen. Actually, but then 
I just had just started getting used to saying no, mm. and it almost took like a year out, you know, <laughs> which is a luxury. But it just it was one of the healthiest times yeah. to have time with my wife and family and my kids and rebuild and recharge. And then this year when we come in, the juices are flowing again. Yeah. You know, you're like excited, like, oh, I'm ready. And so we're, I'm waiting for him to finish off his healing. And then there's yeah. other new plans and projects, you know. Yeah. But I was like, if you're completely just living in this reactive space, you know, oh, my work and my thing. And then I go up a hill and I run and then do a marathon. And, I, and yeah. that's my, my rest is in stimulus, you know. Um, I think you lose some of that deep, rich rest space. Yeah. The, the, the space to look at your life and be grateful and say, this is good. Yes. You know, today I'm just going to look at my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And admire the paint on the walls, you know. Yeah. That, that, that boredom space. Like, like one of the worst things I think in this day and age is, is the phone, you know. And, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm terrible. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, my, my screen time map is, is like my <laughs> self-flagellation, you know. <laughs> I'm saying, oh my goodness, not again. You know? Because it's, it's, so, it's, it's so seductive and it's designed to be seductive yeah. and it sucks us into, you know, and it's everything everywhere now, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and so therefore you've really got to fight it, you know. Yeah. I turn notification, I turn it off or... Um, I, I know a couple of years ago for Lent, I went back to Nokia 3310, you know, <laughs> nice. brilliant phone. Just just for one month, just said, I'm going to just use a normal phone to make calls. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it was really tough. It was really, really uh -huh. tough because because we get so used to that instant, yeah. instant, instant. Whereas that was made you go sit at a computer if you wanted to send an email, um, call someone if you wanted to speak to them, yes. text, succinct texts that made sense that weren't endless conversations <laughs> yeah you know? i think that's the intimidation of text you know, it's just like this is a piece of information you need to know rather than you know fifty thousand things to say the same thing so yeah. that was that was really really difficult but i think it's having those spaces that again that space to say no to, yeah. to rest yeah. to take time away from what you're doing or even to do again back to my altruism go and you know volunteer in a different place completely away from what your normal life is it just it just spreads who you are yeah you know and actually helps who you are you know when you come back to work with a different way of looking at the same problem um because you've allowed that little space away from it yeah so um so that's I mean, there are other things as well physical and all that sort yeah. of stuff which which again it's it's those five strengths it comes yeah. back to that thing you know, these are the practices. You're like, how, what is my emotional time, um, and and what is what is that social time? You know, who have I not called for a mm -hmm. while? Mm -hmm. um, and and creating those those, um, but you need space for that. Yeah, that's right. Right. So. <laughs> um, and and you know, you the, the knowledge part as well. You um, talk about your your four book cycle and I'm, I'm curious oh, yeah. about that. how does that work for you? yeah so, so I'm a reader so, so essentially I love, I love um, so I'll, I'll read basically I go to a four book cycle which is one is a pulp fiction just lovely yeah. slasher or some spy <laughs> novels and whatever um, and then and then some heavy novel you know something Pulitzer Prize winning something, yeah. something that's just taking you to a different world um, and then I'll, I'll I'll tend to read something factual you know something that's that's you know you like Jordan Peterson or something that's someone's yeah. written something about it and and then I'll read something spiritual you know something right. something that's taking you away the, about that meaning and purpose thing yes. you know that that um, that just takes you in. and and I'll loop that cycle and and there's I'm reading a great book now by a friend of mine Joe Bernard who's it's a spiritual book called The Way Forward um, and there's a line in it it must go and it's beautiful he just said love is the only sustainable power um, renewal power he says you know it doesn't diminish in its use mm. I was like oh that's a good line you know just because it's just like it's like the most powerful um, thing that you can keep using and keep using and keep using yeah. and yeah. actually it'll never run out if, it, if it's there <laughs> yeah. you know and I, um, so I love the idea of books and I encourage my it's, it's encourage my team to read and it's, it's hard because they're not readers you okay. know? and that's where I think podcasts are really a unique gift to people to yep. be able to come into lives while they're driving or whatever they're mm -hmm. doing. It's a radio space, but in their control again, but um, because people aren't reading as much. Right. And you right. don't, and also it's, there's too much to read. It's like, 
you know, we, so I've many. got so many books <laughs> that I lie there and I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I ever going to get through this? You yeah. Know? Um, but, but to be able to communicate a book or an idea and say, look, yeah, this, I read this and this is good, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. um, and YouTube and a lot. So, uh, so I love, I love the idea that, that those will take you into worlds, places that you've never thought of, yeah. you know, a book written in Patagonia or somewhere and I'm yeah. like well when am I going to get there I may get so there good. somewhere but you're reading you know something about some an incident or something that happened there and you're yeah. like oh yeah you know, this is somebody else has done the research yeah. they've learned their lives and, and it would still apply um, yeah I, I love the fact that, that like I'm I'm a nomad I've come from India I've come to this place but my great, my grandfather was a tea estate uh, manager clerk in Sri Lanka Although we were born in India, he was brought across to Sri Lanka. And his boss was a Scotsman from uh, Uig in, oh, in, in West Coast. And I'm yeah. like, this guy was a bachelor who 200 years, 100 odd years ago lived in this, the highlands of Sri Lanka. No way. You know? And I'm like, you know, we know Scotland, though these people who went around the world all run mm. and I'm like what took them there you know yeah, that, what is that yeah. and I actually one of my theories is it's the geology here that does it if you live in this weather <laughs> with these mountains you know the sunny day you know the rain's coming the rainy day you know the sun's coming you know anyone who can endure this sort of winter can pretty much endure anything yeah, I agree <laughs> you know wherever they are it creates a deep psyche and actually maybe as modern Scots we become too comfortable with central heating yes. you know? we should go climbing mountains more often and, and in the created, yeah, just from the sea, you know, creates a tenacity that we've forgotten that is there. <laughs> so, so yeah, this got to have inspired me that way. Yeah. That's amazing. And you're um, exploring a book and a podcast, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, again, with with one of the beautiful things about the coffee shop is you meet the world. Yes. You know, we the thing we we interact with nearly 6,000 people across the three shops, you know? And it's it's like, where else do you get that unique opportunity yeah. to meet all sorts of people, Yeah, you know? Um, and it's amazing what's out there in your local communities, you know, to just to, to just end up talking to someone. And so we, we want to, in the, in the podcast, we want to just capture the stories, wow. you know, just talk yeah. about just who are these people. And we've met composers and we've met re- recovering addicts and we've met billionaires and we've met, you know, um, just people have lost people to yes. to death and suicide, all you know, all these things, and they're there. They're all living their lives, and yeah. we get we get this privilege of being in that space. So good. Um, and they share their stories with us, and we're like, well, actually, more people need to hear this. Yeah. You know? And we just feel so that we're excited. I'm I'm really excited about that, and and um, see where that takes and you know, goes, and 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 hopefully that'll. I think that's where. Like when we started the coffee shop, we knew where we were, what we were trying to do. But seven years on, it's evolved. Mm. There's mm-hmm. there's there's new things that we can think about, and and that's where this adaptability comes into it. Saying actually, we, th- we what you think it's about the horizon, the line. Um, I love I love there's a line in uh, Life of Pi, the book, um, and I use this analogy a lot. And it talks about um, in the book, and the movie doesn't pick it up, but in the book talks about if you're standing on a boat in a sea the horizon that you see is about 2.8 miles away mm. okay so what like it looks like eternity yeah, <laughs> so yeah. there could be a ship literally three miles away and you'll never see it oh, because wow. your, your viewpoint is only yes. two miles radius <laughs> of this little boat and if you climb up a maybe a, a, a palm tree that will go up to 18 miles Gosh, yeah. You know, so actually, yeah. I love that analogy because it most of us are living our lives making decisions on two mile horizons, right? You know, thinking mm-hmm. that's it, that's all I have, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas, actually, if we the thing we end up trusting will give us a different perspective, yeah, a different yeah, horizon, yeah. and not to be anxious. Um, is it again, it talks about how you know, if you're rowing, it's pointless rowing and you're abandoned at sea because a sea current will probably travel faster than you're rowing. <laughs> And if you're rowing in the wrong direction, you don't know it, you're fighting yourself. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> so you might as well just drift where the current's yeah. going to take you. Yeah. And it'll take you somewhere. <laughs> you know? so, so it's like, so sometimes, you, you know, all that effort will be pointless because yeah. you're actually, it's going to take you, you know. To, so, so it's just that, you know, being comfortable with the unknown. Mm. Yeah, so, so that's, anyway, that's what the podcast. Um, the book is, again, just the journey 
of, of what this coffee shop has been, you mm-hmm. know, where, where, where the idea started. We were just four friends, and we're four different friends, you know, we, we, we still, we get along unhealthily, unhe- <laughs> we, 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 you know, because we have completely different perspectives on it. Yes. And actually, that's really okay, you know, we, we, because we were passionate. So what we do is, we, the thing that we're in it for is bigger than all of us. Yeah. And that's why, what makes it work. Because it's not just my ego or you, mm-hmm. you or their ego, mm-hmm. someone you know, trying to resolve some part of us. They're actually saying, no, this, we all believe in this bigger thing. And, and that's why, in my view, it's taken us far, far further yeah. than had I opened a business for myself yeah. and gone on with it and been, you know, actually the, there's a humility that comes in losing battles and, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, um, <laughs> and, and, and not getting everything right, you know, and, and not having your way every time. Um, Makes for a richer journey. Yeah. yeah. And where, where are the three? Uh, so one's in Dundee. Yep. Uh, Reform Street in Dundee. One's in Paisley. Yeah. Um, on Causey Side, and one's in uh, Perth, in, in just on the high street, though that high old high street near the cool. top. So right. Yeah. Well, and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we'll get more. And we just want to do an organic growth. So we, we mm-hmm. always tell our staff that if they we don't want to franchise it like someone yeah. can, can have one of those sort of thing it's more of saying like people who've lived it yes can go set one up somewhere oh, nice. you know so, okay so Mate. get in touch yeah <laughs> here thanks so much where can people connect with you and... if you want to <laughs> um <laughs> just go, mean, to blend. <laughs> go to blend go to blend i mean probably the facebook sites of the of the of of each blend is blend perth blend paisley yeah. blend, you know just just connect through there um you know, just and, I'll, and then I can send you my email and, mm. and connect further or meet for coffee. You know, yeah. um, and and just chat. Yeah, come and come and and and, and yeah, it's it's a, it's just come and share your story. You know, yeah. I'd love to love yeah. to hear from people and and see if we can help. And and I just believe that this whole idea of mentoring and being involved, you know, not doing it alone. Yeah, is 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 a rich. It's a much richer journey. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think what you're doing is is so class and it is meaningful for like so many people it's brilliant actually hearing how you process it behind the scenes a little bit and just there's something huge in that backpack and uh, keeping your boat dry and (laughs) getting into it so I'm yeah I'm I'm inspired mate no it's great thanks so much yeah and good luck with this this is good good (laughs) what you're getting up to you know this is this is needed (laughs) thank you thanks Thanks so much for joining the conversation with Sunday there. Please leave us a review and share the episode. Give us a little rating on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. But thank you for joining us again. We recorded this in South Queensbury in Scotland. The music was crafted by Sam Gallagher and the images were shot by Melody Joy Cole. Thanks everyone.